0: Gracious Heavenly Father, be with us this morning. Help us to learn. Help us to think about our lives, especially our spiritual life, our connection and relationship to you. Lord, encourage us, convict us, inspire us. That we might more faithfully follow Jesus. And we pray this in his name. Amen. Please be seated. I'm going to make an assumption. You are here, at least partly, because you value your relationship with God. Now, how much you value that varies from person to person. It values from age to age. The difference between my nine-year-old and me, almost 50, and somebody who's 60, 70, 80. Like, I know there's differences. But we all value, to some degree, our spiritual life, our faith, our walk with God, however you'd like to describe it. And whether yours is robust, and it's a part of like everything you do, on a daily basis, you're thinking about God and, and how to live and how he wants you to live. And, or maybe it's very thin. It's very shallow. You come to church on Sunday. That's your primary thing, and there's not a whole lot else throughout your week. If you care about your spiritual life, that is what today is about, and it's what this, this whole season is about. So let's talk about Lent, right? What is Lent? Lent. Lent is rooted in the experience of Jesus fasting in the desert for 40 days. This is that desert. If you go to Jerusalem, this is what the wilderness looks like. So if you've never seen it, you may get it, because sometimes it's called a desert, sometimes it's called a wilderness. Um, You might have an image in your mind of like a forest or something like that. It is barren, rocky, and brown. This is what he was in for 40 days, right? And that is where we get Lent from, Here's the passage. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. This is where Lent is rooted at. 40 days. It's one of the oldest practices in the church. It's made up of 40 days prior to Easter, excluding Sundays. And this is something a lot of Anglicans and Catholics don't realize. If you include your Sundays in there, you'll have 46 days, not 40. Um, And it really is based on his time in the wilderness, and it's important that we recognize this. Sundays are by nature resurrection days. They're celebration days. Lent is all about fasting and sacrificing and giving up and self-denial and all of these things. So if you give something up for Lent, that is a good thing. You should enjoy it on Sunday as recognition of resurrection day, as recognition of Jesus rising from the dead on that day. It's not a day we mourn. Now our services during Lent are going to be more somber. They have a darker tone to them because we're being very reflective. We're thinking about our sin, but they are still a celebration of the resurrection. We would not have our communion table without the resurrection. We would not have our faith. We would not have eternity. We would not even without resurrection. So remember that Lent is starting in Ash Wednesday. It's the forty days minus those Sundays. A few other things about Lent. During Lent, we focus more intently than normal upon such practices as prayer, fasting, and repentance with an overall emphasis on self-denial. So here's a part I want you to see and I want you to hear. We focus more intently. When I was strictly a non-denominational guy and I was dating my wife who was Catholic, I had told her, because she wanted to give something up for Lent, and I had told her, why don't you just make that sacrifice all the time? What makes this so special? Which is a completely arrogant thing to say and really misunderstanding Lent as well as the spiritual life. The kind of sacrifice and self-denial you're asked to do during this season is not something you probably can sustain for 365 days the point is you're going to take a moment a season and take a step forward hey and during that season you may take three or four steps but you only come back two so you're moving forward but you're asking yourself so imagine you're like training for a marathon you train you train you train and you have the marathon Imagine you're getting ready for a play or something that you're doing in the arts and you train and train and train and then you do it. But the kind of sacrifice you make, especially for tech week, especially for that last month before you hit the marathon, you don't live that way. You get ready for things. You let it build you up. Hey, Lent is a moment where we're asked to take a greater sacrifice than we might normally do. Draw us closer to God. Some choose to give something up. It can be anything. Uh, It might be Facebook. It might be alcohol. It might be whatever, sports. Um, I gave up sports blogs one year. Um, It was really hard. (laughs) Maybe the hardest thing I've ever given up, except for meat. I gave up meat one year. Um, I don't know which one was harder, but it was close. Um, But giving something up for that time. We must understand that these practices alone do not mean that we've observed Lent, though. Lent is not just about the things we do. It's the heart behind them. It's why we're doing them. It's what we're looking for. The goal of Lent is to be formed by the Holy Spirit into the image of Christ by opening our hearts and minds up to the Spirit of God through the practices. You are never called to fast just to see how long you can go without eating. Nor are you called to fast so you can go, hey, look, I fasted. I'm spiritual. It has nothing to do with that. Fasting is about saying no to yourself. Fasting is about going, all right, Lord, I'm going to deny myself. Listen, while I'm not in the midst of a trial or a temptation, I'm going to practice self-denial. And while I'm doing it, I'm going to take extra time to be with you. The practices are meant to open us up to God. To say, God, I'm here. I'm focused on you in a different way than I might normally be focused. All right, here's the way that Scott McKnight says it. We tend to think of Lent as a time of sorrow and repentance and grief. And that is one of its core ideas. But we don't grieve in order to heighten our capacity to grieve or repent so that we can focus on our ability to repent. If Lent has its proper impact, it will form us spiritually. And to be formed spiritually is to grow in love of God and love of others. All right, here's how I think of spiritual disciplines. And that would be fasting or meditation or reading scripture or whatever you might do. There's all these things you can do. I think of them as the practice leading up to the game. I think of them as the rehearsals leading up to the play. Right, they are the things that we do to train ourselves In and of themselves, they are simply tools. Drawing us closer to God, practicing self-discipline, getting us set up so that when we come to moments in our lives where we need to make a choice for God, where we need to have courage in our faith, we need to share our faith, or we need to say no to this thing over here, or not steal that thing over there, or not be angry in the way that I want to be angry over here. I have practiced these things through the spiritual disciplines. Does that make sense? Lent culminates with Holy Week. Jesus did ministry for three years, but a third of the Gospels focuses on the final week of his life. So if you read through the Gospels, no matter how much you have, a full third of the Gospels, and in Luke it's even more than that, it focuses just on that last week. That's Holy Week for us. So on Holy Week, we're going to ride with Jesus into Jerusalem, Palm Sunday, We're going to follow him into Jerusalem to the final night of his life, Monday, Thursday. We're going to walk the stations, Good Friday. And finally, we need to experience the silence of Holy Saturday when he's in the tomb. All of that leads to the celebration of resurrection. Um, And if you go through this time of Lent, it really can prepare you. Um, As you come in throughout the season of Lent, and again, everything's a little darker. Everything is more muted. It's solemn. And then you come in on Easter Sunday, and it's all white, and, and it's gold, and it's, it's celebratory. And we're going to sing, Christ the Lord is risen today. Um, and there's something to that when you've gone through the season of Lent. You just don't experience in the same way without going through that season. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this season we're about to enter. I pray that each one of us would be really open to what you might want to do in our lives through this time. That we would see ourselves, our faith, our neighbors differently as we devote ourselves to these various practices during Lent. And Lord, ultimately, I pray that Jesus would be raised up. That we would love him more and follow him more faithfully through this time. Lord, please use Trinity Church within our neighborhoods, our community, to make a difference for you. And this we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen.